Hi folks this is your dispatch riders podcast a series bringing you exciting and enthralling indian war stories stories about great indian battles stories about incidents that happened during war time and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the indian armed forces stay tuned with me Hello folks and welcome to the second episode of the Dispatch Riders podcast season 2 which is about famous generals of the Indian army these were officers with strong character and values and were the finest leaders of the time they were officers who were and will remain a huge inspiration for hundreds of men and women in uniform who form part of the Indian armed forces which are one of the finest in the world Today we will talk about one such outstanding military leader Lieutenant General Preminder Singh Bhagat or Lieutenant General PS Bhagat as he was popularly called Stay with me Welcome back Physical and moral courage are seldom found in abundant measure in the same person yet Lieutenant General Bhagat was an example of this. For the former, he won the Victoria Cross during the Second World War. For the latter, it is said that there are innumerable instances to recount. Prem Bhagat was born in 1918. He was commissioned in 1939 as a second lieutenant in the Royal Bombay Sappers and Miners. When the World War broke out, Bhagat's company was sent to East Africa. under the 10th Indian Infantry Brigade it was here that bhagat earned his victoria cross for the most conspicuous gallantry in active service his citation reads and i quote during the pursuit of the enemy following the capture of metemma on the night of 31st january and 1st february 1941 second lieutenant bhagat was in command of a section of field company sappers and miners detailed to accompany the leading mobile troops to clear the road and adjacent areas of mines for a period of 4 days and over a distance of 55 miles this officer in the leading carrier led the column during this period he himself detected and personally supervised the clearing of no less than 15 minefields of varying dimensions speed being essential he worked at high pressure from dawn to dusk each day on two occasions when his carrier was blown up with casualties to others and on a third occasion when ambushed and under close enemy fire he himself carried straight on with his task he refused relief when worn out with strain and fatigue and with one eardrum punctured by an explosion on the grounds that he was now better qualified to continue his task to the end his coolness persistence over a period of 96 hours and gallantry not only in battle but throughout the long period 
when the safety of the column and the speed at which it could advance were dependent on his personal efforts were of the highest order. Unquote. Welcome again. In the post-independence era, Prem's career progressed with a series of prestigious appointments and promotions. Prem was one of the first two officers to attend the staff college course in England when he was a captain. As a lieutenant colonel, Prem commanded an engineer regiment and later was appointed commandant of the Bombay Sappers Regimental Centre. As brigadier, Prem commanded an infantry brigade and this was followed by a stint as Director of Military Intelligence at the Army Headquarters. In 1963, Prem was appointed Brigadier General Staff of a Corps. This was followed by his promotion to Major General. He was posted as Chief of Staff of the Eastern Army Command. Prem then went on to command a division. In 1967, Prem was promoted to Lieutenant General and posted as the General Officer Commanding-in-Chief of the Army's Central Command. He then moved to command the Northern Command at Udhampur. When General Manik Shaw retired, he recommended Prem's name for the next Chief of Staff. But Lieutenant General G.G. Bevur was senior to Prem and became the Chief. Prem still had enough time before his retirement to become Chief when General Bevur retired. But Bevur's tenure was extended and Prem lost the opportunity to head the Indian Army. Although he was not able to attain the highest rank, that of the army chief, and retired as an army commander, there is little doubt in army circles even today that if there was an officer deserving of this position, it was Prem Bhagat. We'll continue with the story after a quick break. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dispatch Riders podcast. We are in season 2 and this is the second episode of the season titled Famous Generals of the Indian Army. Today we are talking about Lieutenant General Prem Bhagat. Apart from a truly courageous soldier and officer both mentally and physically, Prem Bhagat was known to be a true soldier's general. There are numerous instances that prove this. sometimes his behavior extending to what may be termed as carrying it a bit too far in 1970 prem bhagat was general officer commanding 11 corps at jalandhar one young captain who was posted in the same station and who was newly married was not able to bring his wife to live with him due to acute shortage of married officers accommodation the captain's commanding officer advised him to seek an appointment with the goc When two other captains got to know of this, they too followed suit. When the applications reached Prem Bhagat, he invited all three for tea to his office. He also had his ADC call the station commander and the brigadier in charge of administration to his office. He inquired from them whether they had official accommodation. When they replied in the affirmative, 
Prem wanted to know why the captains did not have houses. He then told the senior officers, and I quote, When there is a war, it is these officers who will go and fight and die, while you and me will sit here and twiddle our thumbs. I am not interested in your excuses. If you do not have army accommodation, hire it from the civilians. If these young officers do not have houses by next week, I will ask you to vacate yours and allot it to them." Unquote. Needless to state, the captains got their accommodation and their brides were only too happy to join them. Once, when on a visit to a battalion, Prem inquired from a Jawan as to what time he got up in the morning. Prem was surprised to hear the answer. 3 a.m., he was told. Prem wanted to know why the Jawans got up so early when the PT parade was at 6 a.m. The Jawan was hesitant to explain, but he did. The men had to spend a long time waiting to use the toilet. Prem requested to be led to the toilets. He found that there were 20 toilets for about 800 men. He then went to speak to the commanding officer and asked him whether he had ever used the toilets. When the CO replied in the negative, Prem blew him up. And I quote, No wonder you don't know what's happening in your battalion. Well, I want you to not only visit the toilets, but use it tomorrow morning and then confirm to me on phone. Unquote. The hapless commanding officer had to get up early next morning to use the toilets and then reported to Prem. The battalion, of course, got additional toilets within a month. In another instance, when Prem was Army Commander Central Command, he once visited Mao. A large number of officers were posted there, doing long courses at the infantry school and the Military College of Telecommunications and Engineering. Due to acute shortage of married accommodation, they were not allowed to bring their families. When Prem got to know of this, he was angry. He was told that married accommodation would cost a lot and would take years to build. Prem retorted by saying, and I quote, If we cannot give them proper houses, at least give them tents, unquote. A plan was made out and sanctioned on the spot by Prem to build 80 houses which had concrete walls with tent roofs. Prem promised to come back for inspection after three months when these would be ready. He was back as promised. The tents had been occupied. He asked one officer's wife whether she was comfortable living in her house. The lady was old enough to tell the general that it was too hot and she had to literally sit under a tree the whole day. Prem apologized to the lady and called for the garrison engineer who explained that the ceiling was too low to install ceiling fans in the tent houses. Prem said, who's talking about ceiling fans? Get two table fans for each tent. I want a completion report before I leave. That day, all table fans were bought out in Mao, but they still did not add up to 160. Additional fans were purchased from nearby Indore later that day. The next morning, each of the 80 households had two brand new table fans, thanks to that officer's wife who was bold enough to speak out. Many would say this was carrying it too far. 
but there is a lesson Prem Bhagat reminded to all those he commanded. The safety and welfare of the men you lead is of foremost importance, only next to the safety and welfare of your country. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the story of Lieutenant General P.S. Bhagat, a true soldier's general. It's a pity that an officer like him could not become the chief of army staff. The fact that he didn't was the nation's loss. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I'll be back with the next episode very soon. Don't forget to tune in. This is your dispatch rider signing off. Bye for now.